This is episode 424 for June 2016. You're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. And we're celebrating our 10th year of this podcast, and also it's still the number one most downloaded and listened to Spider-Fan podcast on the web, so I appreciate that, gang. And before we get to our show, I'd like to ask for your support. Log on to our front page of our newly redesigned website at SpiderManCrawlspace.com. Look for a banner up at the top right to support this site via PayPal, and you can help us keep the lights on and pay the bills with the expensive bandwidth costs it takes to host 400-plus episodes up on our server. All right, gang, on with the reviews. Hey, Crawl Spacers, welcome to our June review show. Let's introduce who we have on the panel. George, what's going on, sir? Oh, not much. I'm stealing myself. Stealing? Why are you stealing yourself? Because uh, I'm about to have to review something really crappy. <laughs> All right. JR, what's going on, sir? I'm practicing. For what? For what? what? What do you mean, for what? The beatbox? Of course. I have to be ready. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. That was funky fresh, JR. <laughs> so fresh and so smooth. I aim to please. There you go. Ashley, what's At least going it's better than doing a British accent poorly. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley, what's Our going friend. on? Follow that. <laughs> I, I don't know. All right. <laughs> Zach, what's going on, sir? Well, I've got to get ready for these books. Yeah, so. we got three issues. Mike, what's going on, sir? Rubbing my hands and with glee for all the schadenfreude that's about to happen. All right. Oh, boy. Wow, all right. <laughs> uh, Look at you using your big words. Yeah. Let's do ASM 12. Don't it's ask really me gonna... it. No. Anyway. Yeah, I can't, I can't spell German words worth a damn, so. There's a song for it. George, oh, really? ASM 12. Oh. Let's oh. tackle that. Let's take me uh, through it. Have, have, we've said hello to everybody? We have. Everyone on the line. We're ready to go. ASM 12. Off any longer, <laughs> All right. So uh, so this issue, and I, I use the term loosely, <laughs> starts s- off, the, uh, Peter, the, the Parker Industries, uh, they're having a big event. Peter's going to talk about the uh, Uncle Ben Foundation and uh, do so very badly. But uh, it starts off. Uh, we've got an old. Uh, we've got an old player back. Actually, we've got a couple of uh, of uh, familiar faces coming back in here. We've got uh, a very popular supporting character from back in the day, and one of Spider-Man's all-time greatest villains, uh, who make their entrance uh, like uh, within the same, you know, almost on the same page. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have uh, Harry Osborn, who's now going by by Harry uh, Lyman. And when I saw this, uh, the first thing I thought of was like, was, is that actually the mother's maiden name? Has that been confirmed before? J.R., 
<laughs> yeah, actually, Harry said it a few issues ago. Yep. Okay. All right, well, I just didn't know if it had been established before then. But that would... Yeah. No, if not before this time, and uh, I think they've gone ahead and used that name in the the Spider Gwen universe as well. So, mm. Mm, okay, all right. So the gist of it is, is Harry's changing his name uh, so that uh, people don't know he's an Osborne, except he looks exactly like Harry Osborne, especially with the cornrows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. So it's he sh- like he's shaved the beard and. And he yeah. doesn't shave the head anymore. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't look like uh, Heisenberg anymore. Yeah. And, and imagine Charlie Sheen decided he, he didn't want to be known as Charlie Sheen anymore, and he wants to be like uh, Charlie uh, Edwards. Or Estevez. Estevez, <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, it's, it, it's that kind of thing. So then uh, Mary Jane shows up, and something – I don't know what's happened to her over uh, uh, there in uh, Iron Man's book, but uh, something – she's been disfigured somehow, and now she has like a triangular jaw. Yeah, I, <laughs> I noticed that, Yeah. Um, that's not a good-looking Mary Jane. No, it's it's really not. Uh, so, you know, you have the whole uh, Tony meeting Peter thing, and Peter thinking Tony knows everything, and Tony's like, I don't know what the hell we're talking about. Is there some sort of inside thing here? Yeah. And this, have, I, I think this all ties back to the mind wipe thing again that I talked about not too long ago that I think happened in um, – Dark, what, during Dark Rain, where he rebooted his mind so that oh, that makes him not guilty of anything anymore. Yeah, that's right. Because mm. he because he erased his mind and then rebooted it and conveniently left all the memories out from Civil War. Yeah. So. so he doesn't remember like who Peter is, the fact that Peter's uh, Spider Man, the fact that uh, Peter and Mary Jane, you know, were together. Um, he he doesn't remember any of this or any of the douchebaggery he engaged in for over a year. And when you alluded to a, a longtime supporting cast member and a villain, you're talking about Stark as the villain, aren't you? Oh yeah. Well, I'm I'm yeah. sorry. Was that it? Was that in question? No. I some, no. some people may not catch it, but I I caught it. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, Tony Stark marks the you know this marks the reappearance of of one of Spider-Man's greatest enemies. <laughs> uh, and um, and this one, what what Jr. What were you going to say? JR's, no, I wasn't going to say anything. JR's huffing and puffing. Oh, I, yeah, I heard you take a big breath like you were about to sigh or something. Or... Oh, I was just lighting a cigar. Oh, okay. All right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right, Bill All Clinton. Right. So, you know, Peter's a little, you know, he's a little off put, and, and Tony gives him, you know, Tony, well, Tony's Tony. Tony shows up, and he's bringing two things. He's bringing, one, a, a check for however many millions of dollars that he's going to impress everybody with, and two, probably the herpes. <laughs> All right. Uh, and so, so Peter gets up to give his big speech. Oh, we see Liz very quickly. Uh, uh, Harry bumps into Liz, and of course, Liz is uh, mostly seen these days in Spider-Man 2099. She runs yeah. a uh, rival company of Peter's, and she's a much more interesting character, as Ashley pointed out on the uh, on the on the precast uh, chat. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's she's much more interesting now that she's like a little more yeah. vicious and conniving these days. Yeah, she's not a victim anymore, and so. Peter gets up to talk about the Uncle Ben Foundation, and he starts off with with a joke that's meant to fail, so we can't really blame Slot for it. Oh. Uh, but then he gets attacked by Ghost, by the uh, industrial sabotage supervillain Ghost, um, who, who attacks Peter, and you know, there's chaos going on in the audience. Uh, but you know, while people are running this way and that, Peter manages to use his extremist armor. Uh, <laughs> pretty much, yeah. His extremist costume, <laughs> yeah. Uh, as does Iron Man, and uh, and the two, you know, just happen to show up at the same time, ready to ready to fight Ghost. I remember a day when it just took one Iron Man to beat Ghost. Yeah, you know, uh, wait, w- there was a time very long ago. Yep. When, when that it takes a team happen. up now, it takes yeah, a village. 
Yeah, it takes two people to, to, to beat Ghost now. Yeah. And Ghost was just in ASM, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, last year. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, with, uh, what, so Johnny? Yeah. Yep. When's he going to come back and finish that job? Well, uh, I guess now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see Johnny anywhere. So I guess that's for the best. <laughs> yeah. So Johnny's probably, uh, you know, brushing up her LinkedIn. <laughs> 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 John wants to connect on LinkedIn. Oh wow! So, so during the fight, uh, Mary Jane meets uh, meets a uh, one of the people that are there at the Parker Foundation. Uh, yeah. You know, one of the one of the rich hoi polloi that are that are there for the event, and it's this it's this big old giant Hulk sized uh, dude. Yeah. Who we've seen before as the spare villain from Renew Your Vows Regent. <laughs> uh, who actually we've seen what a, a couple of times before now. Haven't we? I like, think, uh, I think recently, so. Like getting setting things up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so he's like sort of an innocent bystander there, or so you think. Nod, nod, wink, wink, and, and Mary Jane and uh, Harry help him get to safety. And uh, we're back to the fight with Ghost, which is really I don't know. It's not even that big, all that big of a fight. It's uh, Ghost gets one really. Good direct hit in on Spider Man sends him crashing can you know crashing into a carousel filled with unicorns and rabbits. Uh, <laughs> it's true. That's what it is. It's true. <laughs> it just sounds weird. Yeah. Um, eventually, the fight spills over like like I guess outside of Central Park and over to uh, Midtown Manhattan Library, um, mm. which makes me think that's supposed to be a New York Public Library with the lions out front. That you, uh, which is funny because if you'll remember. That was a library from the first Ghostbusters movie. Yeah, right. Which they allude in this issue too. Right, right. They make a Ghostbusters reference here at the mm-hmm. end, at the end of this. I don't even call. Is it really a fight? I mean, it's more like a, a panel or two mm-hmm. of them taking out Ghost. Um, a quick little segue. Uh, in uh, when I graduated high school in 1990, um, my graduation present was to go up to New Jersey and spend a week with my aunt and uncle and my cousins that lived up there. And my cousin Mark and I were given permission. Mark was a year younger than I was, but I was, you know, I was 18, so I was a grown-ass man. And, uh, and we went, we drove from New Jersey, we drove into New York City. And my cousin Mark, uh, we, we were like, that's it. We, you know, we took the subway from New Jersey, we got off, we were like, we are going to walk from one end of this island to the next. <laughs> no, not even in the prime of your life. <laughs> Do you have the energy to make – if you're just a normal civilian, do you have the energy to make that kind of walk? We stopped about halfway through Central Park, and, and I said, you know what? Let's just take it. Let's, let's get a cab. <laughs> let's get a cab to get us back to the subway. And he was like, we'll never find a cab, dude. And I was like, let's try. For God's sake, I can't walk anymore. But we went to that library because I wanted to take a picture of the Ghostbusters library. And to take a picture inside of there, you had to fill out like five, six different forms. Yeah. I mean just, just so I could snap a, a tourist camera. Inside there, it was very crazy. Anyway, so uh, so yeah, uh, Iron Man yells out, "Yay, Ghost busted!" You know, after they beat Ghost, and yeah. It's like, dude, what? This is my book. <laughs> um, so that's the end of uh, of that, and then we we flash over uh, to uh, Spider or to Peter trying to hire Pepper, which is weird because Pepper looks more like Mary Jane should than Mary. Jane. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. true. <laughs> that's and, very uh, true. And then we go, uh, we go to the cellar, which every super prison, every super uh, prison in the Marvel universe has to have like some sort of name: the raft, the vault, the, the, c- the cellar. Now, yeah. uh, and the, cr- they're, they're the crawl space. In, <laughs> yeah, they're taking in a, a new group of villains, 
and uh, including Tombstone, our old pal uh, Lonnie Tombstone. Yep. Poor Tombstone. And, um, and so they, you know, they they go through the whole thing of putting, uh, you know, the Tombstone and that red goo like everybody else was, which I still don't know what the hell the red goo was. And um, and uh, we also have Betty uh, showing up for. When yeah. was the last time Betty was in the book? Was oh, it? Man. It was like I think was, it was, was like it Superior- when she got like mugged or whatever. No, it was like Superior Spider-Man or something. I don't remember because I think it was one of those Superior Spider-Man stories with the Venom um, when Flash Thompson was still on back on Earth. Mm. So yeah, that I would make think. Sense. Yeah. So Betty's interviewing uh, Mr. Roman, who is actually the regent, you know, and mm-hmm. then he retires down there into his evil villain lair where all the villains are in goo. Uh, <laughs> And and he sets his sights on uh, on uh, Thor girl, Falcon, Nova, the little baby Nova, not the actual Nova, um, Iron Man, <laughs> uh, Firestar. I guess that's Firestar blowing the bubble gum. It's either Firestar. No, that's uh, that's uh, Ms. Marvel. That's Ms. Marvel. So thought, the all think, new all oh, different that's Avengers. The new it's the that's the whole new Avengers cast. It's all the, it's the all new all different Avengers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I wouldn't know because I'm not reading the damn thing. <laughs> You're not missing much. <laughs> all right, so that's the issue, and yeah. uh, I give this one an F. An F, really? Yeah, I, give, I give it an F. Nothing in here really rang rang true to me. And here's the thing: I I, I think for this issue and the next two that we're going to review tonight. Mm-hmm. I think part of my – I think part of it is overshadowed by the fact that it's another goddamn book with Iron Man in it. Mm-hmm. We just saw this. I, I just I was reading the website. Somebody reviewed – what was it? Uh, Spidey number six? Yeah. yeah. Iron Man's in that effing thing. The yeah. two are inexorably linked at this point. Yeah. But if you were a new reader to Spider-Man, you would think Tony Stark is somehow part of Peter's origin story. Yeah. <laughs> Let's uh, go around the horn. Uh, Ashley, what would you give the grade for this one? I'd give it a C. Okay. Zach? I'm going to give this a B+. Plus. A B, B plus, do you say? Yes. Okay. Uh, JR? Never did like you anyway. <laughs> I'm going to give this a big fat D. D. And Mike? Formerly a B-, minus, but I'm giving this um, about a C because I it takes yeah. Yeah, I'll give it a C plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just you're just caving the peer pressure again. <laughs> well, probably so. But no, I mean, what, I mean, what, let's let's go around the the pros. Let, George, is there any pros? Not there can't be many. If you um, get, every we, now and then the colorist forgets to uh, do the the green blue jackassy color on the symbol, <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes Kim and Coley, like in that two page fight uh, at the library. Like I like you, you can barely even see the symbol, and sometimes the symbol just is black. just black, yeah, just barely obscured. I think Kim and Coley's like, yeah, the symbol sucks, and he he doesn't want people to have to see it. Yeah, he forgets the web pits sometimes too. Yeah, and sometimes uh, his characters look like they have old man pelvis. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes. Uh, pro. Let's hear some other pros. Feel free to throw oh. them out. Okay. Um, yeah. You know how we've been kind of criticizing the fact that you know Peter that Peter Parker is kind of be turned into a second rate Tony Stark. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think in, the, to be, in this particular comic, it felt like okay, at least Slot was kind of using that as a means to kind of advance the story because, and the way I mean with the way because uh, granted I know that if you it, you know. If you raise up, if you if somebody if you have a writer who brings up um, certain mistake, if have characters bring up certain like uh, 
faults in the story doesn't automatically excuse the story. But I think in this case, it was more of um, it was just kind of like it's used as a sort of a, as a uh, Marvel team up kind of thing. I think it kind of it was okay. It was okay. It was like kind of lighthearted. And also, the idea is that Peter, by having Mary Jane and Tony Stark there, it kind of gives a reason for why Peter sort of becomes feels like oh oh I've got to try to um, one up Tony, and by doing so, he does become. More of a more of a kind of a second rate Tony Stark, and that's kind of yeah. by design. And I think that's kind of why, and it's, and that's kind of like, and and in terms of this issue, I think it works in that regard. Yeah. I mean, it's not great. And granted, it's still, you know, it doesn't excuse the previous times it was it, used. It before, feels but. like a Marvel team up book. Yeah, exactly. And Marvel team up was never the Amazing Spider Man. And no, no. Um, but I think in this sense, in this case, but it also it, at the same time too, this kind of felt the with exception of the Parker industry stuff. This felt the closest to it being an actual issue of Amazing Spider-Man because you have all these longtime supporting characters there well, yeah. and, it, and that, everything. It's not going around the world and all this global stuff. That's that w- that was one of my pros is we actually see the supporting cast again: Mary Jane and Flash. I mean, not Flash, uh, Harry and Liz and Betty, Betty Grant and too. Betty. I mean. That's that's awesome. I that's what we want. I, 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 it's been so long since we had that. It's it's and like it's like they heard people bitching about the fact that none of this feels like goddamn Spider-Man. But and that's that's my point is yeah. that this is probably the most Spider-Man um, issue mm-hmm. since this reboot. Yeah, exactly. I would agree. I would agree yeah. on that. And they're not just take- there to be there. They're um like they have subplots and everything. Like with yeah. Harry, he's kind of got he's. Kind of being developed as a character, he's got, you know, motivations. He's got his own things that he's doing, and then Liz is kind of lurking in the background as mm-hmm. this stone cold biatch. There's tension between him, Peter and Mary Jane too. Also, yeah. does it? Which I mean, shouldn't be there. It's awkward. Yeah. It's forced. It's very it's, forced. Yeah. yeah, it's forced due to a mandate. Yeah. And um. You know, other, even when they're on the panels together, you still want them together. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't eliminate 30, 50, how many, however many years they've been together. 50, nearly 50 years together. There's a natural chemistry with these two characters yeah. that you can't replicate with other characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So much so that they're not even trying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, at least they try to develop chemistry with Anna Maria Marconi and, and, yeah. and, and uh, Spider-Man. Uh, Spider- yeah, and Otto. And Otto. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was chemistry there, but it's, it wasn't Peter Parker, and you knew that in the back of your mind, so you could get away with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One, uh, I, it may divide, but one of my pros was the the Ghostbuster joke. I did, th- I did laugh at that. I thought that was funny. It was funny if this was a uh, an episode of uh, the Ultimate Spider-Man Web Warriors cartoon. Oh, <laughs> yeah. In fact, the entire time I was reading Peter's narration, I I, I shit you not, when I read this earlier today, yeah. I was hearing Drake Bell in my head. Oh no! <laughs> because the narration is that juvenile now. Oh, it's on! Take my girl and my bad guy. Fine. Yeah. And oh, I'm like, man. are you shitting me? Are you shitting me right now? Whose whose Spider-Man voice do you hear in a good comic? Um. I, I and it, when it's when it's well done, I either mm-hmm. I either hear uh, Neil Patrick Harris, mm-hmm. or I hear uh, uh, the guy from Dan um, Gil Vizian from yeah. <laughs> Amazing Friends. Gil Vizian is who I often hear in my head too. Neil Patrick Harris was very good. 
I mm-hmm. too bad oh, that car- was he Spider Man? Yeah, and the yeah. And the, the um, uh, M- MTV MTV uh, and also the Edge of Time no uh, Shattered Dimension video game. Yeah, Is that that- yeah, yeah, he was the main. He was the main. He was the main main Spider Man oh, okay. in that. Yeah, and I didn't play that game. Oh, it's but- great. Shattered Dimensions is fun. Yeah, and they got Josh Keaton to do Ultimate Spider-Man. And you got Dan yes. Gilvisian. I watched also. so many damn YouTube videos of that game with Neil Patrick Harris just killing it mm-hmm. as Peter, and I was like, "Yeah, this is I, I'm." That was awesome. This. Yeah, this is this is good. Well, this is great. Neil Patrick Harris and Josh Keaton are up there with. Mm-hmm. Now, Christopher Daniel Barnes is always going to be my Spider-Man. All oh, right, that's because yeah. the one you that's the one you grew up with. But I, I understand. But. Um, yeah, I hear more and more Keaton. Yeah, yeah, Keaton was awesome. Yeah, I hear Josh Keaton a lot in my and I George. You know, yeah. you you don't really like the spec uh, cartoon, but do you like Keaton's voice? I like I like it better than Drake Bell. How about that? Yeah, there you go. That's a that's a lukewarm I like compliment. Drake, <laughs> I felt like Drake Bell was doing a poor man's Josh Keaton. Yeah, Drake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Let's hear I, some Jr. Pros out of the book. You gave it what a D. Yeah, I give it a D, and and my yeah. only pro is well, everybody else has actually pretty well touched on it. Yeah, is, I mean, been complaining for months that it's the title's been like a pinball game. We're going all around the world and doing yep. this, doing that, you know, and we're not back home seeing how seeing how running a company or trying to run this company affects Peter, yeah. and it affects the people around him and the people that we've known for years and that he's known for years. So it seems like we got some kind of subtle nod to it, but. It's it's all it still sucks. It does. It does. Um, any other pros before we move on to cons? Okay. Okay. Cons. Mary Jane. Mary Jane, Mary Jane, Mary Jane looks Jane. awful. Mary yeah. Jane looks awful. How can you uh, make such an attractive character so ugly? Oh my well, gosh. The thing. The thing of what's common about this issue and the other preceding issues after this is that. Um, is that Giuseppe Camincoli, he draws people in costume really well. But whenever he draws, you know, ordinary people, particularly if they're females, they all look like kind of like they're almost like, you know, glazed over mannequins or something. Because well, I, mean, I don't mind his Peter and his uh, Harry. Oh, no, yeah. His no, Tony Stark okay. look, are as, looking if, good. Miss Mary Jane is off. Oh, yeah. But the closer he gets to the, the faces of Peter and Harry – it looks better, but whenever he gets like too far away, when he does like these kind of mid shots, like the be- it's all the they look kind of like bland. Yeah. And yeah, Mary Jane especially is like just looks indistinguishable from like Liz, from Betty, and everything, and even the, that. Uh, yeah. yeah, the problem that that Cam and Coley has had throughout his entire run, even going back to Amazing Spider-Man Volume One, mm-hmm. um, was that his faces. <laughs> We're always a smidge off on humans, and they've mm-hmm. improved dramatically when you yeah. look at like the lizard issue, where they—that's an unfortunate were... problem to have for a comic book artist, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, his human people suck, but his, his costumes his look great. Are terrible. But his costumes but, are great. <laughs> but I think he's improved. I mean, you look at those, like the issue with uh, with the lizard that came out during, around Amazing Spider-Man number one, um, where they revealed that Connors is in there the whole time and everything oh, like that. Yeah. Yeah. If you look at those issues and you look at this issue, you wouldn't you could barely tell it's the same artist. So there's been a lot of improvement with Cam and Coley, but his real weakness is faces. Now, yeah, I, and it, I, I on you know what? Let, let me interject just real quick because you're talking about we and, and you know, I'm somebody who I, I historically I don't really 
you know, come down on the art too much because, you know, I'm like, dude, that's, you know, a lot of it's that subjective. is subjective. You yeah. know, you like yeah. the style, you don't like mm-hmm. the style. It's, but, I mean, just right, from, writing, like... Writing is, too, for that matter. Just yeah. from things that I remember from the How to Draw and the and the, the Marvel way. Remember that book? John Buscema? And the Mighty Marvel Manor, wasn't that what it was called? Or what yeah. was yep. How to Draw the Marvel Way. Yeah. yeah, I got a copy of that book too, by the way. And and I remember that book from when I was a kid about the proportions on the body. Yep. And the first panel you see Mary Jane in breaks that all to be damned because her hips are wider than her bust. <laughs> you know, up top. And Let's and that's remember I remember that page and I think they used the invisible woman to show you. Mm. Yep, they did. Um, that 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 should be square, the hips and that it should be like in the same corridor. Mm-hmm. I did think that looked really off. Oh yeah, it does. It looks. I just can't oh, get over the square face. Like, the face is just off. They just yeah, make her it like shut out like only two inches below her bust, so she has like this tiny little rib cage. Mm-hmm. I'm it's like, like she's wearing a corset. Mm. Not even that. But but like they made her. It's like they're trying to make her have booty, but mm-hmm. <laughs> but it just doesn't work. Yeah. You can't make make her baby got back. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Right, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, trying to draw the dress without drawing what's underneath the dress. The other thing is too, her hair looks like she's wearing a wig because there's no like real oh, de- kind of yeah. definition or anything in it. It's just like it's just like big old red thing on there. Like a big giant red blob. Yeah, exactly. There's no like shade. There's no like subtle you know shadows or shading or like any kind of look like there's any strands. It's just like so okay. I think we've uh, established we don't like his Mary Jane. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I do like his Harry Osborne. When, when yeah, I, the, I think when Peter he, and Harry look fine. But yeah, when Harry, when uh, you got that shot of Tony Stark going like, "Nope, sorry, I'm I'm Stark. Yeah. I meet a lot of people." Like that shot of of Harry smirking is just about perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another con out of me is the the whole Tony Stark. What does he remember? What? Why doesn't he remember? It just doesn't seem natural. There has there. This is where an editor should have stepped in and put a small dialogue box and said, "Tony Stark had his he, mind wiped or something." Yeah, yeah. had a mind well, wiped. Remember, we got a, a reminder of something that happened two issues ago. Yeah, remember, remember <laughs> continuity is a bad thing. Now we're not supposed to reference it at all. Well, then why did they? Because they they, they just said we were in the Avengers Tower together. Because they know people are going to bitch if <laughs> if if suddenly Tony remembers that out of the clear blue. But they're no. not going to remind anybody of what happened in, in the past because the anyway. past is so five minutes ago. That and the people that are currently in charge of the books are so inept that they can't keep up with the content. That just drags drags me out of the issue. Like, why didn't he remember? I mean, come on. We do. Mm-hmm. Anyway. It just makes him look like a complete dick. It was one of the things that was done to absolve Stark of his guilt. And, and you know what's sad? When, when Tony Stark is in a Spider-Man book, you don't like the character. When I'm reading a Tony Stark book... I like the character. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean that that Invincible Iron Man what, Bendis is doing is great. What were you going to say, Ashley? I said it felt like it was supposed, like it was trying to be tongue in cheek and like yeah, meta and stuff, work. but it just I don't know. Like I, um, that was before I was reading the comics, so I just felt out of the loop. It feels like he was trying to write Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark and failing. Mm-hmm. I agree, and a lot of people have been trying to do that and have been failing. I think I think Bendis is the first one that is making it work. He kind of yeah. seems like a Matt, total Matt Fraction in the beginning made it work too. His his yes. book was good too. Yep. Uh, Jr. Some cons out of you. Well, um, you've already talked about the Stark not remembering thing because yeah. that doesn't you know doesn't make any sense. Yeah. The the whole and this is not just this issue, but this is uh, 
all three issues so far of this particular storyline, maybe more so next issue than this one, but mm-hmm. Spider-Man and Iron Man's banter is juvenile. Oh, yeah. it's mm-hmm. very it is, much so. It is horrible. Compl- I mean, it's it's like George said. I mean, you feel like you're watching uh, uh, the the ultimate cartoon because everything's dumbed down. I mean, they talk yeah. to each other like oh, teenagers, yeah. you know, instead of grown men. And it's uh, you know, does Tony act? Does Stark talk this stupid in his own magazine? No, no, no. He, no. he speaks like a thir- he, he speaks like a thirty year old man, and Spider Man is nearly a thirty year old man. Yeah, I mean, their interactions together in, in Tony Stark's book are better than the one in The Amazing Spider-Man. It's just mm-hmm. it's astounding to me. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I have never understood evil Liz, the evil CEO, because I don't know where it came from. I don't, I I mean, don't, I'm not going to say that she's evil, Jr. I'm just going to say that she's... Um, well, she's mustache twirling. It's, it's so obvious. Well, she's no, the it's, one who hired the ghost to show up at this thing anyway. She's you ambitious. Know. She yeah. didn't used to be, though. I mean, remember, remember she made a point once of saying that she was not her father-in-law, and she's acting just like him, you know? Well, and a lot like, of times okay. when we set out to not be things, we become them. <sighs> now now you're actually pretending that they know these writers know what the fuck. I mean, what the hell they're doing. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. On, 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 on that note. They don't know what the hell they're doing. They just turned her into evil Liz because, okay, that maybe that's cool. Let's turn her into evil Liz. The only thing that will redeem it is if Norman's actually controlling her based on mm-hmm. kind of her squirrely behavior in Goblin Nation. But other than that, it doesn't work for me. Yeah. Well, it, it would be different if they would actually, instead of him playing the freaking long game and making you have to remember shit from, I don't know, a, two years ago. <laughs> A classic example of this juvenile dialogue that uh, Jr. is talking about, I think, is where Iron Man says, "Your chocolate is in my in my peanut butter." Seriously, and Spidey goes, "One, I don't understand the reference, and two, get lost. Ghost is my bad guy. It's not is not. I fought him for years. Yeah, well, I fought him last, right back when he blew up the old Parker Industries plant. Nice. Hey, they're like they're like te- teenage brothers. At one point, Brad. Yeah, Ghost is fleeing from them. Yeah. And he says, on, he actually says, honestly, I'm getting embarrassed for the both of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I read that and I was thinking, you and me both, pal. Yeah. <laughs> what comic are we supposed to be sympathizing with the villain of the day? Yeah, yeah. the two douchebags yeah. who are supposed to be uh, <laughs> superheroes or, or, the, exactly. or the bad guy who's about to get throttled by two juvenile assholes. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Another thing that um, I didn't really like was... Uh, what, after MJ makes her appearance and she drags Harry off and is like, oh, we're going to go get caught up. She's like, catch me up on everything. Skip to the most embarrassing bits. I'm oh, like, yeah. Why is everyone so awful to Peter? It's like, oh, these are people who have been friends for years. Like, how would you feel if your friends from high school, like, suddenly went behind your back and are like, oh, tell me, like, all the most embarrassing things that have happened. It's just you. a, hey, it's hey, just a point. You not, have you not listened to this podcast for ten years? I haven't been that guy. It's, it's just a, it's just Slot's way, the writer's way of making us dislike a character that we love, and mm-hmm. and it, it dates back to Volume Three where Spider Man is in the nude, Mary Jane is looking at the monitor at her computer monitor and says and says she insults him. I forget what the yeah other, she says idiot idiot, and yeah. she, someone that loves Peter Parker wouldn't do that, mm-hmm. and and and. This is not the Mary Jane we we love, and it's not being written like the one that we love. Hmm. So, and 
uh, a couple more cons uh, out of me. The ghost, again, I think he just came back for the Ghostbusters joke. Granted, Mm -hmm. I like the Ghostbusters joke, but I think... Well, the the Ghostbusters joke goes on too long. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's like there has to be too much explanation behind it. Yeah. Yeah. I I thought it was funny, but yeah. And it's weird to me because they call it the Midtown Manhattan Library... And he's like, from the first scene in Ghostbusters. And I'm like, no, you jackass. It's the New York Public Library. The mid, there's a mid-Manhattan um, mid public library, but it looks nothing like that. But there, the New York Public Library is what that's supposed to be right there. And I'm like, why are we calling it the Midtown Manhattan Library? What is that? Who knows? You think an editor would catch that, but <laughs> this book doesn't. <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, the other complaint I had was the, the, that we've had uh, – for almost as long as Slot's been writing it, is he's sharing his book again? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, with Iron yeah. Man. I mean, it's and he's not even the star of his book. He's a he's he's uh, he, uh, what's what's the word? He's, he's an ancillary he's, character. He's in an his own ancil- book. Also, yeah. he's a sidekick essentially. He's a uh, he is uh, a sidekick uh, in his own damn book. He's Clark Kent and uh, what was what was the Green Arrow season of Smallville? Uh, Where the show oh, became Green Arrow with and, his pal Superman. Yeah. Oh yeah, that Seven. was. Yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah. Like season six or seven or eight, one of those. I, I want to add one more comment yeah. before you move on. Uh, All right. This, uh, the thing with Regent and Regent's motivation, mm-hmm. you know, that uh, supposedly family was killed in a superhuman conflagration or whatever. I mean, first of all, this reeks of civil war again. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yeah. you know, superhumans are out of control and somebody, we need to control them. And, uh, you know, of course, regions' motivations are a bit, you know, or his methods are a bit skewed. But it's like, you know, is this didn't we didn't we have this plot 10 years ago? You know, I mean, this this I don't know. He just it, it, it's, it, it's an we old... had this plot in the Civil War Captain America Civil War movie. With exactly. uh, Baron Zemo, it's not an, it's not an original plot. The superheroes <laughs> killed my family, and I'm going to act get some vengeance. It's not new. It it that fight looks like that one uh, Avengers fight uh, from the Stern years. Remember when uh, the Masters of Evil destroyed uh, the mansion? Yeah, yeah it does. Was, um, Thor's that's a, what's the name of that one? It's um oh, the, sea, was up, sea, the siege or something like that. Yeah, or? the Avengers. It was like the siege. It's not not yeah. siege with yeah. invading Asgard, but the other siege. Yeah, it does. You got Baron Zemo with the crowbar or whatever, and you got Thor with the beard, and you got Captain Marvel in the scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet you that's what he's alluding to. Mm-hmm. Uh, one other thing before we move on. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Regent's assistant. His uh, her last name is Stillwell. Is yeah. that we pointed that out in Renew Your Vows? Who, who yeah. is she related to? She's related uh, to the uh, Farley. The other, Farley yeah, still she's related to Farley and his brother. Farley, of course, created the Scorpion, and his brother Harlan was the one okay. that created the Fly. Got yep. it. Got it. Okay. And so, then, of course, every time I hear of Farley Steelwall, I think of the guy we banned on the message board. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so she's a, a, a sister, or what is she? I we don't know. We don't, so. we, yeah, it hasn't been explained. We don't know. Okay. It hasn't. They haven't explained it yet. Okay. I, I was. I, I kept reading that name. I'm like, I've heard it before. I've heard it before. Yeah, we talked about it during Renew Your Vows. Okay. I I was not paying attention. And we talked. I, I think we also talked about it when we reviewed uh, when you and I did the Fight Club for the, the ASM Ten. Yeah, annual. number ten. Yeah. Douglas, you got to yeah. cut back on them Incredible Hulk drinks. <laughs> the Credible Hulk disagrees. Um, all right, you, know, you, need, to, you need to drop the do, son. Drop the do. How come? Because it's messing. You can't remember anything. Oh, I forget. Uh, <laughs> what? Um, any final words on ASM twelve? I have a question for Jr. Okay, Jr. Right. 
what everyone, what we haven't covered, and what everybody listening to this right now wants to know is, what did you think of the cornrows for Harry? <laughs> were they okay? Were they up to were they up to par? Were they were they good? Well, they could have been a little redder. <laughs> they could have been a little redder, but you know, I mean, it's uh, it, it's uh, it's the it's the E. coli guy. You know, he has trouble with Mary Jane's face, so I would imagine cornrows would be a little challenging as well. <laughs> well, last time we saw Harry, they had dropped the cornrow things for Harry, didn't they? He wasn't wear, he wasn't wearing the cornrows. Was that no, when he looked no, like he, Walter it, White early? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, in, in issue three, he was um, back. Remember. In- Remember when I lost my mind on issue three when Harry shows up and I wanted to shoot somebody? <laughs> it's that that's a day ending in why? I mean, that's <laughs> well, for sure. Ay ay ay. Yeah. All right. Let's see who's got issue number thirteen. Ashley, you've got number I do, thirteen. I do. Pick me. It's all you. Part two of this epic story. Go. <laughs> well, yeah. So, so remember that one art, that one spinoff where. Peter and MJ were married, mm-hmm. and they were kind of in the future, and, you know, everyone really liked it. Yeah, except for well, Regent. Exactly. So, <laughs> of course, that's what everyone wants more of, right? Nope. Because you demanded well, it. It doesn't matter, because that's what you're going to get. Exactly. <laughs> I, so ordered a sa- I ordered a sandwich, but not a shit sandwich, but go ahead. Yeah, we <laughs> open up on the harbor where, uh, I guess, Orca, I'm not familiar with who that is, is... It's a Namor it's a, villain. Yeah, it's an old... Na- Namor uh, villain. Namor villain, okay. Yeah. yeah, so he's trying to um, put their trash back out of the ocean and into the city. And then someone shout. We have Regent fly in with... I guess this is the one person who's saying this. Thank God it's Regent. <laughs> <laughs> but he comes in and and everyone's like, "Oh God, it's Regent. He's so amazing." Yeah, I mean, no one, no one really cares. Yeah. And we see here that he's clearly, I mean, he's obviously going to become the villain. It's just Dan Slot paid that woman to say that. <laughs> God, it's Regent. But yeah, Thank God, it's Regent. Where, um, Harry, Betty, Peter, I th- is Liz there? I see a blonde. Well, no, that's not Liz. Uh, it's almost Carly Cooper. Oh, stop. <laughs> I thought it was like Headband, and I thought Gwen Stacy. I'm like, wait, no, no. Maybe it's, yeah, a, maybe it's a clone. Uh, <laughs> they um, they were watching the rescue on TV. They start chatting it up. Um, Peter tries to get out, but he gets bombarded by, you know, his employees who expect him to do his job. But you mean is, um, his, responsibi- little, his responsibility? His responsibility? You mean what's that? That's a little too difficult. <laughs> oh, for that right responsibility now. He goes and thing. Hides in a uh, in a closet. <laughs> I mean, it might as well be. And then goes and Peter Parker's trapped in a closet. <laughs> he says, "Somehow, when I'm up here, everything makes sense." So it's like, why bother? Why bother with what you're doing then? Yep. But he goes off to the park where apparently he's got a play date with uh with Miles who is in the batting cage at the park. Um, but um he starts getting antsy because when it was supposed to be I guess a little mentor protege bit of bonding between him and Miles, we see that Tony Stark is there, or he's kind of stepping on his toes, and immediately um. We see that the previous issue was obviously clever foreshadowing for this moment, but um, (laughs) Tony comes in being kind of like, I honestly feel kind of bad for him, but I don't. 
<laughs> I have mixed feelings. But he goes in talking about how he went and fixed up all of Parker's tech, and he doesn't, since obviously he doesn't realize that, you know, Peter is Spider-Man, he starts just talking all kinds of crap about his, about Peter Parker's technology and his, um, the web shooters. Yeah. Spider-Man saying, he's like, oh, hey, I can, uh, I can fix yours, too. And we can, we can see it coming, you know, we, they have an oh-so-subtle panel freezing on his fist, like, ready to punch him. It's like, yeah, we know what's gonna happen. But first we cut to a cafe where MJ, Harry, and Betty are all meeting up. That wide, uh, widescreen panel of Mary Jane approaching. She got some baby-making hips, bud. What in the world is that? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my gosh. That's an awful look. I just told myself look. it was the pants, and I moved on. Like, I don't get it. Oh, They're like they're like Arabian Nights pants. What Or MC Hammer pants. Well, what is <laughs> this? MC Hammer pants. Oh, my God. You can't touch this. You can't touch this, Tiger. Dun, 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 dun. No, no, it's, it's old man pelvis meets pet old Deluma. woman yeah. pelvis. I don't. That's, so that's like old man pelvis with a chastity belt. That, <laughs> we have the proportional thing. We're like, we're like the hips are like, I don't know, like a half a foot wider than the shoulders and the butt. I, I, I have never seen <clears throat> an image of Mary Jane this unattractive ever. Ever. <laughs> That's the worst panel of Mary Jane I've ever seen. I don't know the one right under it where she kind of looks like she's totally buzzed on something. She does like she. Oh like, yeah, she, she does look, look high. Is just a job. She does look like she's like you know like she's she. She looks like Janice from the Electric Mayhem band and the Muppets. Oh, <laughs> oh for surely, Peter. But no, no, this, she's got nothing on what we're about to see. So why why is Peter's Peter? Uh, Harry and and Betty all look pretty much to their default settings. Mary Jane is so off. Oh my gosh, it's oh. bad. Harry's yeah. old yeah. face is kind of kind of scary. Oh, oh god, that's because he just saw Mary Jane's pelvis. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my gosh. That look on I mean, that look on Harry's like just face. Gave her. No, look- getting to that. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Ashley. Go ahead. We're jumping ahead. My review. So sorry. But um. So they go to catch up, but he's just kind of lamenting because, oh, Peter and Liz are all big-time CEOs, and she feels like she's kind of just small-time. Harry goes and points out that, you know, she's one of the star reporters. She just wrote a, uh, you know, the front-page news for the Daily Bugle. And as he's looking at it, she had written um, she had written up an article on Regent, kind of doing an expose. And he sees, Harry sees the logo, and he starts kind of piecing it together, and oh, he makes... The most <laughs> awful face. I swear to God, he looks like Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> it's, it's like he's a 1920s actor having to emo, you know, like over emotion, you know, because, know to make up for the like, lack of sound. Thin eyebrows. He can oh. barely see his hairline. His eyes have like the dull lashes. What yeah, is on his is. cheeks? Like that, that. Those are his cheekbones. Those are his cheekbones. I thought no, that was not, smudged. Yeah, I, I thought he wow. got some dirt on his face. It's like it's like he woke up in the middle of the night. He's like and sucking in his cheeks. It's like he woke up in the middle of the night to, to walk to the kitchen, get a snack, maybe a slice of cheese or a glass of milk, maybe a bit of fruit. And then he trips over something in the floor, and his junk falls into the to the wall socket. 
Ah! It looks like he's doing his electro. Damn it! Boys, <laughs> like, what's on his chin? Is that like a? Is that like his look, one hair? It looks like. It looks like what? Actually, that's supposed to. Be, looks yeah, like he's doing his best impression of a blow I up guess doll. That's supposed to be like a okay. left chin or something, but I don't. He know. that is blow up doll Harry. It is. Wow, that's great. <laughs> hey, let's ask the Osborne expert. Is that what, what do you think of that Osborne picture, Jr. I, you know, I the thing is, uh, I was sitting here waiting for, uh, waiting to to comment on it after you were talking about how bad Mary Jane looked, and I was going to say, well, what about Harry on the next page? Yeah. But then you know, Ashley took personal offense at. Uh, you know the fact that you were about to uh, jump in on her uh, her uh, comment, so uh, I uh, decided not to say anything. Okay, <laughs> it's like it's like Ashley wants to take out like a leather glove, you know, like the old days, and and then uh, you know, like kind of kind of smack the artist with it and and, and demand <laughs> satisfaction, <laughs> challenge him to a duel. Wow, I mean, Jr. did that what last week? Yeah. All right, go ahead, Ashley. I'm sorry. Oh. We we keep getting interrupting you because of this awful art. I know. I mean, that face, that's going to haunt yeah, me. That's going to stay with me for a while. But he's just pieced together that, oh, the, what's his name? Augustus Roman, I think it is. Yeah. Yep. Is Regent because they have the same logo. <laughs> and just like that, they figure out his, you know, this big secret, underground guy's secret. So Betty decides, though, okay, well, there's a scoop here. I'm going to go get it. So she goes off to make some calls. And we return to um, our adult conversation between Tony and oh, yeah. Peter. Which... <laughs> On the schoolyard. Oh, gosh, here it comes, yeah. Oh, God. And Tony, it's like he's like he's developed, I don't know, a complete lack of understanding of social cues. Because <laughs> he just keeps going on and on, and clearly Peter's getting pissed off. Yeah. And he's like, I'm just saying, I'm here for you. Yeah, you could come work for me. And so, of course, Peter, being the mature, responsible, you know, capable individual that he is, takes this, like champ, by punching Tony in the face. Yeah. Just going for a total sucker punch. Well, Miles is just kind of in the background, shaking his head. No, he doesn't shake his head. He, he tries to fight it. The teenager tries to break up the adult fight. Oh, I'm still thinking of the face bomb from the previous page. Yeah. 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 He's just like, why am I here? Why, wow. why is this happening to me? And so they just start... It, Tony kind of rightly freaks out. He's like, yeah, you could have taken my head off. And I'm like, yeah, he probably could have. And so, of course, they start fighting, blah, blah, and Peter's... You know, like, oh, I'm definitely not Peter. I'm just, I'm getting mad on Peter's behalf because we're so close. Okay, Ashley, real quick, you can never fill in for me on Fight Club. Why? <laughs> so they're fighting, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- we wouldn't do this fight for Fight Club. It's a lame fight. <laughs> it is a lame fight. Yeah. But Ashley can never fill in for me. <laughs> <laughs> and so they think, they say some things that can't be unsaid, and then... Oh God! It's just—it's just so embarrassing. It's—it's it's forced. It—it's very forced, just to get Regent to come out and get get him. That's all this pretty fight. Much. The whole point of this yeah. is, I guess, to to culminate the foreshadowing that was oh so cleverly put into the last issue and make it feel like there's some kind of continuity and there's some kind of rivalry between the two of them. Maybe in setting up for Civil War Two, I don't care. Yeah. But it um while they're occupied fighting each other, Miles decides he's gonna walk off and I guess look for his hip bones somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Mary Jane has enough hip bone. 
But what what happened to his, to his torso? Uh, <laughs> who knows? But while he's uh, trying to leave this behind him, Regent manages to capture him. Who's powers is he using here? He's got like kind of a red bubble around him. Is that his own ability or is it something... That's somebody's. We don't... Yeah. Okay. Well, it's not something that's immediately recognizable. But he manages to catch him in that and just drop him to the ground. Oh! You know whose power that is? Who? Um, Captain uh, Redbubble. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's Captain Convenient. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) That too. That's Captain Convenient to make the plot go ahead if there is right. one. And without so much of a fight, Miles just gets dropped and Regent captures him. Yeah. Poor Miles. But I mean, he, he gets it, tossed around a bit, but he just really didn't even stand a chance. And of course, um, there's a big explosion. Peter and then Tony just immediately snap back and they're like oh no what have we done Peter of course this is all my fault <laughs> yeah and how many times have I heard that mm. and we see that uh, Regent is holding Miles in his underground lab where um, you know he's gonna I mean we know what's gonna happen he takes his powers and adds them to his collection yeah and he goes up to um, the elevator to go up to I guess this is all underground in the underground of his um his corporation, yeah. So he goes up to the uh, the surface level where he runs into Betty Brant, who has come to confront him about his secret identity as Regent. Right. Turn out great. There you go. And what's your grade? What, what do you give it? Uh, D. A one. D. Okay. Uh, George. Oh, I gave this one an F as well. Jr. Uh, a, a D. This was this was painful. Yeah. Uh, Zach. F this up the butt. Oh, okay. wow. <laughs> All right. <sighs> wow. All right. Uh, Mike. D. As in dumb. Yeah. I'll give it a, I'll give it a D also. Let's, uh, Ashley, what's your main pros? My main what, what saved pros? it from an F? I don't like Miles. He's... Yeah. I, I can't believe that I haven't actually... I keep saying I like Miles, I like Miles, but I haven't ever read his comics, surprisingly. Yeah. They're good. They're good. Oh, yeah, I like seeing him in it, and uh, he's just kind of there to channel our own reactions. Be like, yeah. I can't believe this is happening. I'm so embarrassed for the both of you. Yeah. The 14 year old is the biggest adult in the room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I did like the cafe scene between MJ, um, Betty, yeah. and Harry. Just, you know, three friends catching up. And I just really like how Harry's being set up here. Like, he's just like a genuinely nice guy. Like, when Betty's being hard on herself, like, oh, you know, yeah. I haven't really amounted to anything he's like no look you've accomplished this this is really cool i i like the scene where they said yep regent totally regent we we called it i I like that no i don't like that because these uh, you didn't like that scene okay go ahead there's here's my problem with that scene okay they can sit there and figure out that regent is oh yeah roman but they can't figure out peter oh yeah no peter can't figure it out for himself Are you saying they... Re- the, here's my question. Why does he <laughs> have a secret identity? I mean, he's got if he's got the label of his corporation on his chest, I mean, does it, why does anyone think he's, no one knows who he is? I think well, that he, was... Um, his shirt was torn and it was, like, exposed. Yeah, but yeah. the region's going around with the, the, with the Empire Limited logo everywhere he goes, and then and Augustus Roman he, puts he, the same logo on there, so he, it's not like... 
He's not really trying to hide it that well. well I know. That's the former mascot. mascot. Ma- ma- yeah, I know. Mainly because so, we only have three issues or whatever to get the storyline going. I know that. It's just yeah. it's just one of those things where it's like, wait, he had a secret identity? Why is everyone surprised? Why is everyone shocked about, you know, this? It was just like, that just kind of threw me off about yeah. the whole thing. Well, but but they I- can't. These these three uh, Scooby Super Sleuths. <laughs> um, the only thing that's missing is the Great Dane. Figure out that. <laughs> well, we got it. It's Mary Jane in this book. Oh, oh wow. wow! There you go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Looking like a dog, you that, man. You got Looking that like... wow in the stereo. I bro. did, baby. Man, that... um, but my my point is, is they they can figure out that Regent is Augustus Roman. But they can't figure out that Peter Parker and Spider-Man are the same freaking person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Scoob. Rot roll. Come on, Scoob. Tony, like, oh, oh no, I just feel so strongly about working with Peter, working with Parker Industries. That's why I'm punching you yeah. in the face. And, yeah, and exactly. Tony Stark, who can design a armor, uh, is a genius, etc. He can't figure out why P- uh, Spider-Man is getting jealous of Mary Jane. <laughs> And why he's getting jealous of improving the web shooters. It's so obvious. I mean, the man's not dumb. Everybody's eat up with the dumbass. He is. They're dumb. They're very dumb. Except Miles, who basically pulls an Eric Cartman going, screw you guys, I'm going home. (laughs) (laughs) Any other pros, Ashley, before we open it up a little bit more to everybody? Um, What's that? I was also going to say, what's with this um, Dr. Stillwell? His... uh, his evil minion and who runs the lab, I guess. Yeah. I mean, what would you do if that was your, your work uniform? Does she have, like, a secret entrance that she, uh, <laughs> she uses to her get work, down in her the, work the uniform. Like lab? Does anyone else know she works there? Yeah. What's up with her eye thing, too? Where Does she, does she go into work like that, or does she change when she, she gets... Is she part there? pirate? She's like, arr, let's go to work. She looks <laughs> like... She, a, she looks like she's straight out of the 90s with the cybernetic enhancements. Kind of does. I just don't... I don't know. I just I'm not in this whole <laughs> idea of the underground secret lab that is that's secretly covered up by the corporation. Oh, I wasn't expecting you. Um, any other? Let's hear some more pros from the gang. Again, it's good to have Mary Jane and Harry and and Betty doing something. I'm glad that they're useful, but it's yeah. just so contrived because when it comes to Peter Parker and Spider Man, these people are all eat up with the dumbass. But when it comes to plot convenience, yeah. they're 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 suddenly the um, the they're, the only thing is missing is the great Dane and the mystery machine. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jr. Some pros out of you? Not a damn one, really. <laughs> you didn't like anything in it, huh? Not a damn thing. Yeah. Uh, any other pros before we move on to the cons? Okay, con the uh, the lack of responsibility with this company. Oh God. Yeah, see, the, the, the it's going to bite him in the ass, but maybe that's the, what we're going for. The thing about that whole fight between Tony and between Peter and Tony, yeah. the thing is, I, the comic tries to make you think that all oh, these guys are both basically being jackassy. But here's the thing: earlier, before before Peter decides to throw this punch, we see him decide to duck out. He's they're telling him there's a billion dollar deal on the table that you got to be at this board meeting, and he's doing his level best to duck out of this board meeting. And he's also talking about how, oh, making this torture analogy about how he feels like he's back in high school again. Only he's going to let down a whole corporation. Um, yeah. And so, and so, when Tony basically says, "Hey, we all know 
uh, Peter Park, this uh, Parker industry is going to fail because Peter Parker can't cut it as a CEO. He's absolutely right. So what we basically get here is just basically Peter acting like just this yeah. immature, hot-headed git who, to quote Jack Nicholson from uh, A Few Good Men, can't handle the truth. Yeah. And so he just and so it, yeah, the it, whole it makes our lead character unlikable. Oh yeah. We, we can't root for him because he's trying to fail. Yeah. You know who? Is, yeah, go ahead, Jack. I'm sorry. You know who Peter is acting like in this issue? A child. No. It, an unrecognizable no. friend we've had for f- some odd years. He's acting like the human torch in issue 3. That yeah. No, uh, I guess so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a dumb fight too. Yeah, but see, the, the whole the thing is that there's been there's obviously there's been there's worse comp Spider-Man comics than this. Um, I, yeah, I'm talking about Amazing Grace, by the way. But yeah, um, I agree. This, but this this one makes you makes you feel embarrassed to be a Spider-Man fan. Well, it's it, we also expect equality out of the main book. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, when we buy Amazing 1.5, we don't we expect maybe a half-ass Spider-Man story. This is no. the flagship. Damn it. And it yeah. shouldn't be a Marvel team-up and an out-of-character Spider-Man that acts like a 10-year-old. Mm-hmm. You know? I just want a Spider-Man story where none of the Marvel Universe appears. It's just Spider-Man. No doubt. It's just personal. It was a special thing when we had a guest star in the Amazing Book. Mm-hmm. It, 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 now it's every goddamn issue. Exactly. It's like, it's like SWAT can't write a straightforward Spider-Man story. No, it's like... Spider-Man meets the Marvel Universe. It's team up. It's team up. It's Marvel it's team, team up again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's one thing to have one of these Marvel team up things once in a while, but to have them like almost every single issue. Yeah, it's it's getting exhausting yeah. here. I don't I mean, even mind him interacting with Miles. Mm-hmm. I do. Honestly, I do. I do. I, I didn't s- like the fact that Miles was even in here. Yeah. Well, My- Miles is, is is just a token appearance. Peter, mm-hmm. Peter Peter Parker is just such a, a back a back player in his uh, in his own book. Exactly. And, and when he does get to get to be involved, he's it, he's, it, an, it, he's an idiot. In this arc, he's a, he's an unlikable douchebag. Exactly. Exactly. You can't root for this character. You can't. No, there's it is impossible. Jr. Let's hear some of your cons. What's your many? Uh, well, the uh, the the Spider Man and Iron Man's banter just Awful. got even more juvenile. You've already mm-hmm. touched on that. Awful. Uh, Betty Brandt uh, walking up to a, a, a potentially dangerous man who she knows very little about. Use <laughs> you know, I mean, but that's in to... character for Betty. <sighs> now you're sounding like Bertoni. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it, it, it's uh, so, you know now a very smart reporter or whatever. When you you know you go right up to somebody and you're in his business or whatever, we he has complete power over you. <laughs> You know, and can do anything because it. You know, you're in his. Uh, you know, you're you're in his domain, and in yeah. confronting him about something, I. That's just. Does that's it just show stupid. that she's ignorant or that she has balls? Shows that the the writing is stupid. Yeah. Uh, and then, and this is the thing I, I you know, kind of touching on the thing about Peter acting completely irresponsible as a CEO. Yeah. You know, Peter is smart enough, smart enough to realize that he has more, far more power now. Than he ever did as mm-hmm. Spider-Man. I mean, if he is a billionaire, if he is a head of a major international CEO, he has indiscri- he has power beyond what he could ever do as Spider-Man. In fact, that's sort of hints about what uh, JMS had Ezekiel tell him years ago. It's like you know, how do you you know? He said, 
you know, when Ezekiel essentially told him, you know, how are you going to become a, a, a hero to the people or a legend to the people? Or how are you going to truly help mankind when all you got to do is, you know, punch these losers out. And then when they get out of jail, you punch them out again. Yeah. You know, I mean, he it's would realize, yeah. he would realize, you know, you know, with the great, he has such great power now that he should use it responsibly, but he's not He's He's turned his back on it. I mean, it's, it's just, you know, I, I would rather see a Peter Parker who has decided to accept that power, but he's not suited for it. Yeah. You know, it, it does get to him. It does wear him down. It's, it's, it's not in his wheelhouse, but we're just seeing, we're just seeing him run from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that just doesn't seem, that just does not seem like Peter Parker. No, it doesn't. As uh, uh, the Peter Parker we know would try to micro, not macromanage, he would try to balance it like he did with his schoolwork and his spider work. Well, you got to remember, though, Brad. This is the same Peter. This Peter Parker is also one who has accepted a, a PhD he never earned. So yeah, yeah. he also killed yeah. the dude. <laughs> yeah, killed dude. Doesn't bother him. Doesn't yeah. bother him at all. In the face, shot him in the face. Yeah, doesn't care <laughs> because of Soda Wars. <laughs> Lord, uh, George, we haven't heard any cons out of you. I, I've talked uh, a bit about about you know. Yeah. Uh, a- anything there. we haven't mentioned yet? Um. No, I mean, Jr. talked about the the dialogue. Really, was what got me. I didn't yeah. like Miles being in here I, again. I remember, I'm I'm someone who remembers a time when all you needed was one Spider-Man. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was awesome. And those were some of the best years. Now he's a background player in his own book. Yeah. Um, and I mean, just the entire thing with Iron Man here it, 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 and underscores for me why Iron Man doesn't need to be forever entwined with spider-man can we please get over that now after this art can we please not have the two of them in another book together for oh wait no we're going to because we have uh we have civil war two this this time it's a rehash um electric bugaboo (laughs) yeah i mean it's just it's 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 amazing to me i the I, i read an article the other day about um it's not one of these articles, you know, about how they're saying, oh, superhero movies are, are, are killing the rest of Hollywood and they're stifling all this creativity. And I'm like, what? You mean the, the unending reboots mm-hmm. and reimaginings? Is that what you're talking about that they're ruining? Um, and comics is kind of the same thing. We're in this rut now where I, I, I'm pretty sure after, after Civil War II, we're going to get Dark Reign II and Siege II. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. Just, just mm-hmm. We need leadership change on so many levels at Marvel. I, it's Why? not. It's not even. And DC is the same way. This is the same reason I couldn't get into Rebirth, was because it was like the same people who effed it up in the first place were saying, "Oh, hey, look, we know we screwed up. Trust us this time." <laughs> by, by the way, Brad, do you yeah. know how bad this issue was? How bad? CPR gave it a two out of five. Oh wow! You, you know wow. You know what? I I forgot to do the around the webs. That means in other places it's it's an F. <laughs> wow! <laughs> I forgot to look up around the webs. I apologize for that. Well, why don't you do the around the webs after we've done all our? Yeah, that's cool. That yeah, yeah. Let's, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, the around the webs roundup. Oh, uh, there you go. Yeah. That'll work. Yeah. I'll, I'll do that while we're doing the next last issue. J- Jr. has got this one with issue number fourteen. Let's go through that one, Jr. Do we have to? I, uh, well, we we might as well. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Well, we start out with Ms. Marvel in Jersey City. And she's thinking that Miles texted her to come on down for a little late night nookie. But actually, <laughs> apparently, it's a plot by Regent 
because now he's captured Miles. He can use his Miles camouflage power, so or you know to hide from her. So he captures her, and he's gonna turn and he takes her to his lair to turn her into a strawberry preserve, so he can suck her suck her power from like he does everybody else. Okay, we, we see him capture Nova. Then the Falcon turned Captain America because this is the all new, all hip Marvel, and we're so inclusive. Uh, the Vision, and then Chick Thor, which I'll just call Chore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> oh hell! Regent says, "Boy, this is easy. So many of the Marvel superheroes these days are cheap, politically correct knockoffs of the originals. I've already taken out a fake Spider-Man, a fake Captain America, a fake Ms. Marvel, and a fake Thor. This is easy." <laughs> so, any. So anyway, Tony Stark and MJ and Peter all go to Miles's parents' house. Now, I thought Miles's mother was dead. No, no. In the Ultimate Universe, she was. She got better after Secret War. Yeah. How did that it's happen? Mo- Molecule Man. Ha- Molecule oh. Man gave he gave um, I, I Molecule Man Manhattan. can bring people back to life. Yeah, the Molecule Man brought her back to life. Molecule insult- Man uh, gave Miles a break because he gave him a, a, a hamburger. Yep. Oh. oh, I thought it was Doctor Manhattan behind all this. <laughs> no. <you're> <laughs> <laughs> I am so confused. Oh. <laughs> Love Jr. Okay. Anyway, so so Tony Stark, MJ, and Peter go to Miles' parents' house to see if you know the, the, you know they want to know if Miles' parents have heard from him. But since but the, since they've just seen Captain America: Civil War in theaters, they said, "Hey, <laughs> let's use that fake. Your boy is so smart; he won a contest or a grant story. So that will explain why rich dudes like us are just showing up at your doorstep for no good reason at all." <laughs> but then Tony Stark says, "Hey, I thought Marissa Tomei was going to be here." <laughs> so, uh- all right. So anyway, so that doesn't work. You know, Miles's parents haven't heard from Miles, you know. Uh, so now we go to Avengers HQ where they're all meeting up again and they haven't found Miles. And of course, as has been established, Tony doesn't remember a damn thing about him living in Avengers Tower together. And I never, you know, that that I didn't understand until I guess George said that, you know, Tony Stark's re- mind was rebooted so that. But have they have they have they actually said that's the reason why his mind is Swiss cheese? No, or is that, that, or they is did. That his mind, or is that you applying, you no, know, no, no, trying no. to apply that, logic to illogic? That's a thing that happened. His his mind got rebooted, and he literally didn't remember anything from that point in Dark Reign, like before then. Like all the shit he did in Civil War, all the douchebag crap he pulled. Yeah, he has no memory of he it. He has now. no memory of it. Oh, well, I guess we can't prosecute him now. I guess that means he didn't do it. Yeah, tell that to <laughs> Bill Foster. If you can dig, <laughs> if you can dig him up, yeah, dig up Bill Foster. <laughs> Get him back. I'll be able to find him. He takes up thirty-eight whole plots. <laughs> Get a, get a backhoe and dig up Bill Foster. Oh, Bill man. Foster. Call damage control. <laughs> Is Bill Foster any less dead? Oh, man. Man. So anyway, Tony doesn't remember him all living in Avengers Tower, but Jarvis does. You there know, and Jarvis you says, after all, you know, it's true. I even slipped Peter Parker's Aunt May a butler boner or two. Oh. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Wasn't that scroll Jarvis, though? Oh. Yeah, was it was boning Aunt May? Yep. Yeah. Well, so how does this Jarvis remember it? You, you and your continuity, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I, don't, I don't understand anything going on in all new, all different Marvel. I, I, really. I, I've never heard the phrase butler boner. That's just great. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, oh, and here we go. A plot development. Oh, hit it. Oh, gosh, this thing. Aunt May is sick and she may die of something. That, that, never. That. Oh, my yes. God. I've never seen this before in a spider. She forgot to take her shots before going to Africa, maybe. Oh, yeah. she's got. Some... Yeah. 
Man. Man. Because she's coughing so up the... <laughs> And it's it's like I mean you know that, you knew you knew that Clint Eastwood was dying in uh, Gran Torino when he was spitting up blood or sniffing up blood or blood ever so you know yeah. you know, he's got to be dying and this has just never happened before and we're just you know now we're oh brother she's uh, how, how many issues is she going to whine about how she can't tell Peter or something <laughs> yeah. you know deep Peter I feel you know my body is literally rotting out from under me or whatever but I can't tell you I'm just gonna, you know, so. So, so anyway, oh, last and Peter's year. Gonna, oh, and, if, and Peter's going to have some opportunity to say, it's all my fault. Oh, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> yeah. And yep. before. Yep. So last issue, Harry, Betty, and, uh, and MJ all figured out that Augustus Roman was regent, and Betty decided to get herself captured by stupidly walking up to him and asking him if he was regent. Okay. So Harry says, Harry figures he'll be just as stupid and do the same damn yeah. thing. <laughs> but... Yeah. Gets off a distress talk, a distress call to Spider Man, and with Iron Man they confront Regent, who we learned has turned all the other superheroes in New York into strawberry preserves. <laughs> so no one is there to answer Jarvis's distress calls. Anyway, Regent kicks their asses, making and makes some cliched supervillain proclamation about being all powerful. Uh, and then, but before I want to turn this issue into toilet paper and wipe my <laughs> ass with it, wow, there's not one. But two damn nice Alex Ross Mary Jane is Iron Spider full page. <laughs> those will go up. Those will go up near the you know the, near the Haley Atwell ones or whatever. That's that's a good looking Mary Jane. Um, so anyway, so that saved the issue. That saved the issue from you know going right up my ass. Jesus! Or whatever. Whoa! Wow! So, the so this, big is, this is the colon. <laughs> Yeah, you no. want to hear about it? Uh, no. no. I was about to say, you're going to go through it here before too long. By the way, I'm surprised you know, uh, we didn't get uh, Regent spinoffs after this, because obviously he beat Daredevil, the squ- uh, Squadron Supreme. Don't give him any ideas. Uh, I think Deadpool's back there somewhere. Yeah, He beat him off, all, off, off, off panel, did. too. Oh, he's got Rogue in there, which kind of makes all his absorbing other people's powers redundant, because yeah, that he's, got, redundant, he's got Rogue's powers. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, the yes, big sir. question. The big question. Bigger than can even Mary Jane as the Iron Spider save the asses of Spider-Man and all the other superheroes? Will Mary Jane be able to save this totally shit story at the last nope. minute? No. Nope. Uh, <laughs> and there you have it, boys and girls. Amazing Spider-Man number 14. Same as it ever was. Same no. as it ever was. All right. Uh, what's your grade, sir? Uh, yeah. D minus. Uh, George, I give you. You're, you're three F's. <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel triple, triple F. Uh, Mike, D okay. plus. Ashley, I'm just going with another Zach. B. I want to say A for ass, but uh, it's no. <laughs> I'll give it a D also. Um, pros, Jr. What did you like? Did you like Harry? I uh, Harry is the part I liked about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same here. Yeah, well, yeah, me too. That is a, Harry doesn't seem to be very smart. No, he's ballsy one. though. He's more heroic. There's, he he is, is more heroic. Wait, 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 wait. There's ballsy and there's stupid. Well, Spider Man goes I mean, into a fight he doesn't know he could. He's not going to win in a good book. We expect that though. I, I just kind of like the conversation. I do too. I, 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 I mean, like the conversation yeah. too. 
did you like that, Jr.? Mm-hmm. Why would I like the conversation? I don't know. Well, it's an Osborne for one, so you instantly like that. I that's one of the reasons I wanted you to review this book because there's a good Harry bit in it. But I guess. I mean, just because you know, there's a he flashes back to you know his old man being the Green Goblin and you know throwing you know killing Gwen and other people or whatever. But I mean, it's you know, I mean, frankly, I I'm a little bit annoyed. I don't know. I don't like the whole idea of the whole world knowing that Norman Osborn is the Green Goblin anyway. But you know, that's another issue. Uh, any pros, OJR? Not a no, one. No, not a one. Not a damn, not a damn one. one. Damn. Mm-hmm. All right, who's got a pro? Let's see, artwork um, was better this issue. Mm. Peter and Tony didn't uh, didn't actually were sounded even though they had a disagreement they sound like reasonable adults. You I know, mean, Slot had to get it out of the system writing uh, Iron Man from Iron Man Armored Adventures and <laughs> Ultimate Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, well, I actually um, credit, I actually credit Christos Gage oh, did with this. Gage write this in Slot. This. Yep. Oh, Gage bailed his ass out again. Yes, yeah. yeah, all right. Oh, <laughs> <geez>. <laughs> huh. Good job there, Christos. Huh. <laughs> Tell me, are you doing anything other than Spider-Man related stuff? Yes, Rom. Rom. Does does does, does Slot really? have a bunch of blackmail? He, he's writing Rom for IDW. Yeah, is he really? He is. Huh? Yeah. Oh, okay. Are you? Are, are you? Bi- are, I'm, I'm taking. Well, I got the free up. comic book day. I, it didn't inspire me to go pick up another book. Uh, <laughs> and I never really read Rom when I was a kid. But uh, yeah, I did. I mean, wait a minute. Is, what wasn't that painted on the doors and and uh, that uh, Stephen King movie or whatever the Shining Red no, Rom? No, that would be Silver <laughs> Rom in Marvel <laughs> and the Dire Race. And uh, George, are you picking uh, the new Rom up? By the way, no. All right, no. Okay. Um, any other pros? We've so far. I, I hear Harry. For me, I haven't heard another pro. Well, uh, Mike also liked the Harry scene. Sounds like. Yeah, I think I, mainly I just like the like I said I meant like the conversation mm-hmm. because and I like how they're kind of doing the comparison that, that because Harry like the region kind of lost that you know is kind of the victim of sort of a superhero skirmish feud but unlike the region he's pointing out that people can be redeemed. I did basically the conversation in general was actually the best part of the issue for me. So I like the fact that that Red Wing you know basically warned I also like the fact that Mary Jane sees a red bird and freaks out. I don't know really why that? I like that. When Red Wing fall flies into the Avengers um, headquarters and she's like <laughs> screaming about it. Like, oh my gosh, it's a bird. <laughs> and Peter makes fun of her for it. Yeah. Like that was actually, I think that was merited. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, I think that was done on purpose because it's supposed to set up the whole, whole possibility. The Mephisto of, reference or something? Yes. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah. I, didn't know, I, don't, I, I don't. Remember, I, remember the devil. Yeah, how can I, no, you I, I don't think bird? that's Mephisto. I mean, if a bird comes in squawking, everybody's going to scream. But yeah, if, if yeah. it was Mephisto, it'd be red. Remember yeah, the red I bird? I didn't catch that. Mm-hmm. It was red bird back in uh, five forty-five or something. One one moment yeah. in time. Yeah, yeah, one moment in time and one moment, <clears throat> one more day and all that stuff. Remember, the red bird was we're supposed yeah. to kill the red. It was pigeon. the red, the red, red pigeon, red pigeon, yeah. uh, the devil, devil brick, devil brick. I, I thought it was funny because <laughs> when red red wing flew in, uh, I'm like, oh good lord, it's a lassie reference. And then like a couple panels later, slots like, yep, it's a lassie reference. Actually, we're <laughs> referring to a, a joke with Seda story. 
where Joke Waseda decided he wanted to follow up on what he'd done with One More Day, kind of like a final twist of the knife. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and so he tried to go even further than he did in One More Day to make it to where Mephisto arranged things so that the marriage never even happened and – or not, not that, but that. Um, well, you, you saw what it, what it changed. He rewrote Amazing Spider-Man Annual Twenty One. Basically, right. basically yeah. did a hatch. Yeah, he did. And let's, and let's call it what yeah. it wants. Basically, and, basically, he'd established the reason why Peter and Mary Jane never got married is because a fat guy fell yeah, on top of him. And, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, he defeated <laughs> and, by and a, a brick. Guy, uh, a brick and a bird. A and and bird. it wasn't even a brick. Oh, it was whoa. literally a, it was a yeah, cinder block. block. Yeah. Now that cinder, cinder blocks in there makes no, total it was, sense. It was dumb. But, awesome. the, but the yeah. lesson to take from this is that when Joke Waseda writes, there is a real measurable human toll. <laughs> that somewhere a black hole comes into existence that creeps closer and closer to us every day. It was yeah. quite literally the sequel that nobody demanded. That's yeah. right, yeah. Thank God it's Regent. It was like a gravity well of suck. It was like a gravity well oh, of suck. Man. I can imagine. And, and the only reason I'm saying that is because this is my uh, I do have oh, one okay. pro. Aunt May coughing up blood. You want her to die? <laughs> right. Uh, I oh. am I am on record saying that my favorite Aunt May stories are um, JMS and when she died. Yeah. <laughs> and so it kind of warms the. The cockles of my heart to see the well, old. Well, it seems bat, like Slot's going to you know. do the old old storylines again. He's doing the Aunt May's going to die storyline, uh, the Clone Saga. Saga Part Three, which we'll talk about in the next episode. Uh, but I mean, what you, you just you just did that a twist? I did. It's right Slot's going to write all the stories that uh, were bad to begin with and do it even worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is just like a total failed emotional beat here. It's like, oh, we're supposed to feel bad because, oh no, Aunt May is sick. What's going to happen to her? But instead, I mean, anyone familiar with, you know, um, Brand New Day, which, how can you not be at this point? It was such a controversy that um, it's really just, it, it elicits an eye roll. Yeah. yeah. And and prob- just, prob- prob- probably the Aunt May thing is tied into Otto, you know? Well, with, with I, well, the, I was I was going to say that it was probably like if she's gone to Africa, she probably didn't get her shots. So she, she I mean, she, she, she got her she got her leg fixed. Is that right from Otto's Otto stuff? Yeah, yeah. that's oh, so cancer. Yeah. Oh, so cancer yeah. from yeah. radiation. And wait, from the can we not see this one coming a while away? <laughs> I mean, like honestly, yeah. but but the, I and I'm kind of basing a little bit of this on there was an article on um, the resources of comic books. Oh yeah, and where they were kind of putting the two and two together, which mm-hmm. I kind of joked that uh, that that article wouldn't have gone out if if it hadn't passed the Marvel PR test. Mm-hmm. So because remember, Entertainment Weekly and USA Today and um, um, CBR are the trifecta of of the Marvel PR machine, mm-hmm. and so you know I'm I'm kind of wondering if this dead no more. Is that Aunt May dies again, mm. and and uh, a, a clone shows up of Aunt May? Oh, God. oh boy. we've already had an actress. Why do we need a clone? We had a genetically altered actress. Let's get it oh, right. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, any other? Uh, co- there isn't enough. There isn't enough face No, there's not. A- any other really comments not. on this book before we uh, go around the webs? I've got some reviews. Let's let's 
No, let's close. Let's close it out as fast. Mary as we can, Jane man. and her whole bit about and her whole thing. Oh, I'm so glad I'm out of the secret. I and don't have to deal with the secret. I anything. Well, wait a minute. You're still dealing with it because you're not telling Tony. You're still hiding yeah, stuff exactly. from your boss. And, and that was just awful. That, that, that I agree. Whole, oh. That scene with Mary Jane was awful. Speaking actually, of I kind of like the smirk that she had on her face and and the uh, the bit of the little bit of banter. Ashley, what we're gonna hmm. say? I don't get what you... that picture of the Mary Jane in the Iron Spider suit just creeps me out. Like she wears <laughs> well, but it's holy dis- shit, her face. It's disgusting, isn't it? <laughs> it's a man face. It's disgusting <laughs> because of that goddamn costume. Well, the face is better than what we had in the issue. That's true. I don't know really? about that. I would prefer she looks like issue. a man. She looks like Superman with Mary Jane's hair. She looks wow. like she wants to wear my skin. Oh, I've seen ar- I've seen archaic pottery oh, from God. like you know eight thousand BC that has better proportions than what Kamikoli did for Mary Jane. All Indeed. right, We're- it's like everything looks good except for and the- there's no and, and there's yeah. and there's and there's no bust. Like she's completely flat chested. What did you say, Ashley? Her face just creeps me out. Okay, we're going around the web. Uh, For issue number 12, let's go to IGN.com. They gave this issue 8.5, which is a B+. God Uh, damn. They said said this issue is great. It's an amazing amazing Spider-Man 12 makes a welcome detour into comedic territory (laughs) as Peter Parker butts heads with Tony Stark. Their favorite pros are the Peter-Tony rivalry plenty of humor to go around, and Cam and Coley's storytelling. Their minuses is Tony's short memory. Uh, The verdict, IGN says, this issue serves as an enjoyable palate cleanser after the recent drama in Peter's life. It makes the most of the Peter-Tony Stark rivalry, even if it's annoying that the two characters are practically starting from square one. With top-notch art, a steady stream of humor, and an emphasis on some long-dormant supporting cast characters issue, issue starts off the new story arc on the right foot that is IGN uh, we're going to go to Newsarama uh, again for issue number 12 they gave it 9 out of 10 so that's a B oh that's, that's a B uh, oh that's more like an A minus yeah that is true that's a 90 isn't it yeah uh, let's see well, uh, quote while there's a tiny bit of slowdown when Slot has to introduce Augustus Roman Preparing for the return of Regent following his villainous turn in Secret Wars, there's more than a spoonful of sugar elsewhere to help this medicine go down. And given that the cover doesn't actually reflect the contents of the book, that's usually the kiss of death for a comic, but it's a real credit to this book's creative team that I don't feel cheated. But instead, I'm glad we get had time to focus on Tony and Peter's dynamic before opening things up uh. to the rest of Shellhead's Avengers team. If you're looking for something to whet your appetite before Civil War hits theaters, you can't do much better than this. Okay, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. interject here. Since when in since Joe Casada took over as editor in chief, since when have the covers actually started reflecting the issues? Have we gone back to that? Because last time I checked, they were kind of generic. They, and they, they, something you could easily they, posterize. They most of the time, don't represent what's inside. It's it's a grab to get you to buy the book off the cover alone, is what I think they are. Yep. Uh, we're going to go to Superior Spider Talk. Uh, they gave it a six point five. Is that a that's a F, isn't it? No, that's a D. That's a D. Uh, that's 65. a sixty five. That's a D. Okay. Uh, they give the book just an okay. 
he, uh, they say, quote, Peter Parker remains Dan Slott's least consistent character, but he makes up for it with his charming supporting cast. Uh, Giuseppe Camoncoli continues to deliver to reliable pe- pencils, even in dialogue-heavy scenes, but especially during heightened bouts of costume action. Uh, what else do they say? Did they mention Mary Jane? Because, my God, did we mention Mary Jane a lot. Uh, just to yeah. kind of, since we're doing, since we gave our grades yeah. earlier, I think we should go ahead and, I'm writing the grade uh, down. Okay. Brad, have everybody give their grade right quick. Well, uh, I think I gave this one a C. I yeah, gave I all did, of them yeah, you were all an F. I think okay. this was my I highest George, I know George's F. I gave it a okay. B plus. Uh, JR? I gave yeah. them all Ds. I, okay, I gave JR the other two Ds, Ds, and I gave this one a C, because I remember I liked this one the most. Okay, uh, that's Superior Spider Talk. Let's go on to Amazing uh, 13. Uh, this is CBR. They gave it two out of five stars. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, amazing, quote, Amazing Spider-Man 13 is a painful issue to read. Though things may turn around quickly, Amazing Spider-Man feels like it's shedding everything that made the first 11 issues so much fun. Uh, what else do they say in there? Which, what, 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 what website is this? It makes me wonder how many times the CBR editor made the writer rewrite it. <laughs> to, try to, little, to try to find well, more I couldn't find a review all... on CBR of ASM twelve. That must be it was the reviewer thought it was so bad <laughs> that the editor and the writer just couldn't come to an agreement. Oh, and by the way, Brad, there's hardly any reviews of of uh, ASM fourteen. Well, I have two. I have two. Oh, you do. I've got. Uh, okay. Let's do Superior Spider Talk. Uh, they've got. What do they give this? They give it a C. That's a seventy percent. They give uh, ASM fourteen. Is good, they say. It continues to build Regent as a credible threat to to Spider-Man oh, and supporting cast. Even it feels like a bit of deja vu. Uh, Cam and Coley and colorist uh, Mike Gar- uh, Garcia craft a book full of familiar but varied art that fits the punchy story. Uh, let's see. What does Superior Spider Talk give thirteen? Uh, let's see. I'm going to have to search their website for that. Didn't I just read that? I think you said D. Uh, okay, here it is. Oh, no. Yeah, 6.5. Yeah, that's what they gave the previous issue. Uh, let's see. Uh, the only other ASM 14 review, because it came out Wednesday, and we're recording this Friday, uh, was on blacknerdproblems.com. <laughs> Black nerd that's, that, uh, that's the only when I typed in ASM reviews. Uh, he gives it uh, a 7.5 out of 10. Uh, let's see. It quote it feels reminiscent of the kind of story you would have gotten in the olden days of comics when writers didn't have to f- have fifty cards up their sleeve just to keep readers on their toes, but if you're looking for something fresh and totally different, you may need to look elsewhere. Outside of feeling like a halfway point, the buddy cop vibe between Peter and Tony is something we're sure to get plenty of now that Mary Jane is caught in the middle. And Miles being the thing to bring them together makes the most sense because Miles is awesome and everybody should want him to be their protege. This issue also doubles as a shared issue with the Avengers as we get brief cameos from pretty much every Avenger, all new and old, as they manage to get kidnapped. The cover for issue 15 shows Mary Jane in the iron suit, which looks super surprising. Okay, he's talking about the next issue then. Um, 
He also says the current story arc in ASM isn't really anything we haven't seen as it explores tropes we've seen many times. Someone collects a small army of the world's strongest heroes and siphons all their powers for themselves and that same person who's convinced that a true hero is actually casting more damage than anything. But with that being said, the story is being told to a satisfactory level. So he gives it a, a C, pretty much. A C right down the middle. I'll say C+. Yeah. Plus. 75 is a C+. Plus. So, yeah. okay... Um, Ashley, what's your grades real quick? For which one? All three. For all three, it was C, D, and D. Okay, C, D, D. All right, so Ashley had C, D, D. Mike had C, D, D+. Plus. I had B+, plus F, F. <laughs> uh, Brad had a C, yeah. D, D. George was F's this yeah. all around. Uh and JR was these all, all, all this all around. Newsarama gave th- uh, twelve a B plus. IGN an A pl- A minus. Superior Spider Talk gave it a D. C- uh, CBR didn't review it because it was bad. <laughs> uh, um, and then we've got uh, CBR gave it a D on thirteen. Yeah. Um, Superior Spider Talk gave it a C on fourteen. And BlackNerdProblems.com <laughs> gave it a. 75 with yeah. a C plus. So very all over the place like very, usual. All I see when I hear the name of that website is <laughs> Did I yeah. read <clears throat> All I can see in my eyes Did I read that? <laughs> all right. Hopefully uh, do we have any any hopes of Iron Iron Jane being a good story? No god. No. And, and here's my oh, pre- here's there's, my there's prediction. Iron Jane her own title. Guaranteed. It's almost 100% oh guaranteed, I think. Oh. Hey, Brad, there's one t- there is one website we haven't What's talked that? about that we normally do talk about. It's called <laughs> SpidermanCrossface.com. I, uh, I, I, they can go to our front page, our newly redesigned front page, by the way, with the, You're with, welcome, with the help of Zach, the crawlspace has been redesigned. I forgot to mention that at the top. I, I've, I've read the, uh, Mark and Neil's reviews, and, and <clears> this, this arc overall... Um, they haven't liked it as much. In fact, I think it was Neil who may have given out an F on uh, 12 or 13. <laughs> it doesn't give out Fs. No. Typically, our reviewers are a lot more... They're Well, they're, what's the best way to say this? They're not... Oh, God. They're not as scarred and jaded, maybe, as we are. I don't know. Is that a good way to say <laughs> They're it? not as visceral yeah. as we are. They're definitely not as visceral as we are. I mean, I when I see it, when I see Spider-Man written badly, I take it personally. Um, but they—they're a lot more <clears throat> than I don't know. Probably they're a lot more sane. Yeah. Probably is that a good way of saying. It? 